You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Camille Roystatcher. She's the founder and CEO of Voyage Distribution, a data-driven cannabis supply chain company, and Willow, an inclusive cannabis flower brand for the Conscious Connoisseur. She's a fearless woman of color from Pasadena who began dipping her toes in the leadership pool by becoming Pasadena's Rose Queen in 2006 when the media dubbed her as a natural leader who was destined for royalty. After working her way up through several management roles in the tech field at Fortune 500 companies, Camille brought her expertise to the cannabis space in 2018 by launching Voyage Distribution and quickly began serving some of the top cannabis brands in California. Welcome to the show, Camille. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let's get started by getting to know you. Uh, Tell us more about your background and some of the things you may have done and worked on before moving into this cannabis space. 
Sure. Well, before I became an entrepreneur, I actually had the opportunity to travel the world and train people how to use different types of technology. It was a very unique experience where I worked closely with top companies in the tech space, including Salesforce and DocuSign. This experience is really where I discovered my knack for learning the ins and outs of different platforms rather quickly. And teaching someone else how to use these platforms also came pretty easy to me, especially after training people in various countries with different cultural backgrounds. So it was a unique experience that I'm able to apply to the cannabis space as well. Gotcha. Yeah, that's great. Um, So traveling the world, what a great opportunity. I I think many people don't get that opportunity in their careers, but I I think there's a lot to be learned from working with people from all over the world. I'm I'm lucky I get to travel at least across the U.S. with NCIA when it's not a global pandemic, but (laughs) (laughs) I think we're all waiting for that moment where we can travel again. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. So, so in 2018, you shifted into the cannabis industry. What's your passion for cannabis or how did that happen? I mean, you're in California, which has been known for having at least medical cannabis laws for many, many years. And, and, and then the over the last few years, more and more states are legalizing for adult use or medical. What what made you decide to shift into that space? I'm glad you brought up the medical side of of our California market because that's really uh, how I transitioned to the cannabis industry. So I've dealt with chronic migraines for as long as I can remember. And I really discovered the power of cannabis as I was researching for some sort of form of relief that was outside of taking prescription medication. And, and luckily, I found relief in cannabis, which has been really, really fortunate. Since I graduated from college, I've had my eye on this industry as a potential career path. And I've just been conducting a lot of research uh, once I graduated to figure out what part of the industry I really wanted to be a part of. And it really wasn't until my husband, Josh, and I went on our honeymoon of all times that we officially decided we were going to do this. And we ended up opening up a dispensary together. This eventually evolved into us pivoting to distribution after we noticed that there were several ripe opportunities to modernize the cannabis supply chain. So we started on on the dispensary side of the house and realized we could probably help streamline a little bit more of the supply chain. And that's how we opened up Voyage Distribution. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Being a dispensary operator is, is its own animal, I'm sure. Um, and th- there are many parts of the supply chain as well, including distribution. It's not just this, this vertical model uh, anymore. So th- that's definitely meeting a need that's out there for sure. Uh, so, so currently uh, you've got Voyage Distribution, your, your CEO and co-founder. What's, what's going on with the company this year? And uh, tell me more about, about your role there and what it's like. 
Well, for voyage distribution, I my main focus is overseeing strategy for both operations and supply chain to ensure that everything runs in a compliant and efficient manner. In the legal cannabis industry, compliance is our number one priority and, and making sure that we run a nice, smooth, compliant operation. In addition to keeping the business afloat, it's my job to make those tough decisions. So guiding my team in the right direction when it's time to pivot based on market feedback or like this year due to a a crisis or a global pandemic. Uh, Right now, our main focus is actually fulfilling dispensary orders for Willow, our, our flower brand that is distributed by Voyage. It has been tough to keep up with the demand, which is always a good problem to have, I suppose. (laughs) And then at the beginning of October, we announced our partnership with Stizzy, which is a large retailer here in California. And that really opened up a lot of doors for us. We, We are selling in 13 of their accounts and some of their accounts see upwards of 4,000 customers a day. So it's been a, a wonderful learning experience and a wonderful partnership for Willow. Yeah, that's great. And and California is a big, big state. It's like three or four states in one. And Northern California is different from Southern California. Are you serving the, the whole gamut of California or just certain regions? We started in SoCal and really wanted to define our footprint throughout Southern California. So San Diego to Palm Springs to Santa Barbara and kind of that entire triangle. And uh, now in the last couple of months, we've expanded our footprint to Northern California. So now we're doing distribution statewide, NorCal to SoCal. And you brought up an interesting point. The clients in NorCal and the needs in NorCal are, are certainly different than SoCal. It's almost like we have two different markets, mm-hmm. but uh, it's been very exciting to expand and, and work with different partners out of Oakland to be able to fulfill orders for Willow and then some of our other brands that we do distribution for as well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, well, we have a couple more minutes before we jump to a commercial break. So one thing I wanted to mention is about NCIA's Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Program. Uh, We have a committee as as one of our 13 member driven committees, NCIA's diversity, equity, equity and inclusion committee is focusing on laws and regulations to implement equity and fairness in mind. Um, So we're looking at mostly state policies with their equity licensing programs, and we also offer membership scholarships for individuals, companies that uh, got their operation license in the cannabis industry from their state through an equity program. They also, NCIA is offering uh, one year annual regular membership complimentary as a way to give these uh, equity applicants and and recipients of of licensees a, a a step up uh, into the cannabis industry to access all of our education uh, when there's not a pandemic, our networking events, <laughs> our conferences. Uh, so I encourage people to go to our website and under the membership information tab, there's more information about our diversity program. There's also webinar 
series called Catalyst Conversations uh, that are featuring some of these social equity scholarship recipients, as well as our uh, membership manager and diversity, equity, and inclusion manager, Tahir Johnson. He, this summer, has also launched a podcast with NCIA. It's called the Cannabis Diversity Report. So all of these resources are part of our bigger social equity program. Uh, and we also have some sponsorship opportunities for companies that really want to step up and be a sponsor of this program. Uh, there's opportunities to do that as well. So I encourage people to check out uh, that section of our website to learn more about that program and ways we as an organization are stepping up uh, to help the cannabis industry and its social equity applicants as well. So let's take our first commercial break and then we'll be right back to talk more with Camille of Voyage Distribution. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and we're chatting with Camille from Voyage Distribution. She's based out in California. Uh, let's, it, it's interesting to see the ways the industry is expanding. I'm always impressed, you know, year over year about how sophisticated we're becoming and how we're streamlining various aspects of our industry. And one thing I'm seeing is the wholesale distribution model, which can house multiple brands and products rather than that vertical integration model. I think I mentioned earlier, we're traditionally seeing a single licensee has to grow, produce, sell the whole shebang. Uh, the wholesale model is different. Could you start by explaining how that works and how Voyage sets that up? Yeah, absolutely. And it is a different model. Uh, we've built Voyage distribution to be more than just a distributor. We are a tech-driven supply chain company that also incubates cannabis brands and warehouses cannabis flower in a one-of-a-kind sh wholesale showroom here in Los Angeles. Many of the growers that we work with aren't in the best location to do self-distribution, and they often have to drive 
sometimes across the state to really sell their product. So we figured instead, how about we create a hub for our growers to keep their flower in stock so it's easily accessible for buyers in the greater Los Angeles area, which is a huge market in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So far, we've worked with over 400 cultivators across California, ranging all the way from Humboldt County down south to Coachella Valley. And for efficiency, we've also added some technology into the mix really to keep track of everything as it moves through the supply chain. Our wholesale showroom is one of the first to to utilize a POS technology. And normally we see POS in a retail store, but the showroom, it acts as a retail location for those wholesale buyers. And with that POS technology, we're able to display a digital menu of our inventory and we're able to instantly process these bulk transactions, which again is kind of different than the norm. Sometimes these bulk transactions take a very long time, but since we've implemented technology to help us, we're able to speed up those transactions and ultimately see more clients throughout the day. Uh, Processing large transactions like this in real time is almost unheard of in the industry. And our clients that come in and shop, they are, they're just so surprised at how, how quickly we're able to process this and, and, you know, turn around a metric manifest for them so they can head out on the road and, and hopefully start manufacturing their own products from the flower. Gotcha. Better, faster, stronger. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're going for. (laughs) Nice. So, so in addition to being sort of this central one-stop shop for other brands, you, you also can launch your own brand within a brand, which I find interesting. Um, so your brand, Willow, utilized your own process. Um, what was that process like? You're, you're kind of your own customer is what's kind of cool about this example. Correct. Exactly. So brand incubation, marketing, ideation, and helping brands to get into dispensaries are all services that we offer outside of distribution. Back to my point earlier, we want to be more than than simply a transport partner that is moving product from A to Z. Uh, We see and smell a ton of different cannabis strains daily. So eventually, we were bound to come across flour that's so important amazing, we would have no choice but to claim it for ourselves and launch a brand. So launching an in-house brand has been a part of our product roadmap for quite some time, but I really wanted to be methodical with that process to find the right strains, the right flower for that brand. But uh, one day we stumbled upon one grower in Coachella Valley with strains that really blew us away. We really hadn't experienced anything quite like it and knew we could do something awesome with that flower. And from there, our customer facing cannabis brand Willow was born. Ideally, it would be pretty straightforward for us since we've done it so many times for other customers. Of course, the pandemic threw a wrench into things, but we still managed to make a pretty big splash up front. And with Willow, we're leveraging our vast network of growers I mentioned earlier to essentially cut out the middleman for high-end flower and make it more attainable and inclusive 
to the cannabis community. That's great. That's fantastic. It must be really cool to meet with all these growers and get to know them and 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 see see what they're growing out there with with all their knowledge. Um, so, your company is a social equity license, woman-owned company, woman-forward company. You said um, I want to talk more about that, and I have to quickly mention that. Um, I'm, I'm working with NCIA's Policy Council and a group of really great women in the industry uh, to work on a gender parity policy paper. Should be coming out soon here in a few weeks. Um, what are your, your thoughts on women in the cannabis industry and, and maybe even marketing to the customers that are women? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if I walk into a dispensary today, I would like to see more products on the shelves that are geared or marketed towards women that are also owned and operated by women. So I think we we definitely see we definitely see brands on the shelves that are marketed to women, but when you do the research into the company, into the license, you learn that most of these companies are still owned by by men. Uh, Very few cannabis flower brands are elevating the female consumer. You see female targeted marketing for brands that offer edibles or sublinguals or topicals, but for some reason or another, it's very rare for a flower company to prioritize a female audience. And when I work with buyers and dispensaries and ask them how many flower brands are owned by a woman, uh, they're always kind of stumped and, and they tell they, they tell me, wow, I've never thought of that, but they're all owned by men for the most part. Mm-hmm. And while we want to elevate the female consumer, uh, when I was building this brand, there was a concern that we would alienate the male consumer. As we all know, men, of course, shop at dispensaries, but luckily our inclusive messaging and branding helped us to steer clear of that. And we're proud to say that we have a pretty equal representation of customers from all walks of life. So the, the flower is incredible tastes good, smells good. It has that appeal. And luckily men and women and, and everyone uh, are interested in buying and supporting the brand. Gotcha. Yeah. In in thinking about marketing to women, I mean, it's not so simple as, you know, put some pink flowers on it and all of a sudden we're going to buy it because the packaging is pretty. I, I wonder if you have any thoughts about beyond the surface there of what women are actually looking for. Yeah, I I agree. I think that packaging doesn't need to be pink in order for us to be interested. (laughs) I think that people need to understand that women know cannabis, we like cannabis, we're not afraid of cannabis, and Mm -hmm. we know what we want, right? You know, we want beautiful strains, strong flower, maybe not so strong for certain situations, but uh, we are a consumer of cannabis and we're not afraid to go into a dispensary and buy what we're interested in. So, uh, you know, for whatever reason, that representation isn't there on the flower side. And we're hoping with Willow to kind of close the gap and bring more inclusivity to our our consumers. Yep, really cool. Sometimes I think about getting one of those old fashioned cigarette holders um, from from the early. Oh yeah. Early, yeah, and, and just looking really fashionable with, with a joint sticking out maybe. Um, I'm gonna have to look into that. that that's a cool little 
toy, I think, that I'd like to get. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Uh, We're going to take our last commercial break and then come back and chat more with Camille from Voyage Distribution. So stay tuned. We will be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, from the National Cannabis Industry Association. And we've been chatting with Camille from Voyage Distribution based out in California. Um, As I mentioned, you are a social equity licensee and you joined NCIA with the Social Equity Scholarship Program uh, that I mentioned earlier in the show. Let's let's talk more about that and and why getting involved in NCIA and and this program is is important. We initially heard about NCIA Social Equity Scholarship Program, and I think we applied in the same day. I mean, we just knew that this was an excellent opportunity for our organization. And as a woman of color in cannabis. There are not that many of us in this space uh, owning companies and leading companies, and this was a great opportunity to be a part of an organization that's making waves in the social equity space and pushing the industry in a positive direction. As a woman of color in cannabis, this was a great opportunity to be a part of an organization that's making waves in the social equity space and pushing the industry in a positive direction. I have to say from a personal experience, the resources that are available within the NCIA organization have been a tremendous help with Voyage Distribution this year. I'm so glad to hear that. And it's great to have you as a part of the organization. And I think last we checked, we have over 100 companies that have gotten involved with our social equity scholarship program, um, getting involved with our Um, our webinar series to here's podcast and as I mentioned before I can't wait for this pandemic to get under control so we can relaunch our our networking events that we host all around the country um, our cannabis caucuses our industry socials as well as our award-winning national conferences Um, we just recently in uh, early November held our what would have been our seventh annual um, Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. We took it cyber and uh, it it was a success considering it was a cyber event. But um, one of the benefits of 
being in this industry is being able to network with your peers and learn from them and share ideas. And the more diverse voices we can get sitting at the table, standing in the room, the better our industry is going to be, absolutely. So thank you again for getting involved with us. We're happy to have you. And I, I wanted to mention it's NCIA's 10 year anniversary as an organization. Um, we've been reflecting on the past and looking into our crystal ball for the future. 10 years ago it was 2010 and there were no legal states for adult cannabis. And now there are several and then dozens with medical laws on the books. Let's, let's go back in time and reflect. Uh, 10 years ago, where were you? And you know, could you have predicted you'd be where you are today? Well, believe it or not, 10 years ago, I had just graduated college and I uh, completed an internship at Nordstrom and started working full time in the women's shoe department. We really had to hustle and bring four pairs of shoes to every customer. And most people don't know that the back stock of the shoe department is upstairs. So I think I lost about 10 pounds that first year working at Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah, but awesome. um, I would have never imagined to, to see so much growth within our industry in, in the past 10 years. I, I still can't believe that the legalized adult use market is still in its infancy and still has a lot of room for growth, especially on the technology side. I think procurement, order fulfilling, uh, there's a lot of room for technology on that side of the house. So I'm really excited to see kind of where that takes us and hopefully helps to streamline the supply chain even more. But, you know, we're still in the beginning of all of our growth. And now that we're seeing so many new states come online, whether it's medical or adult use, it's just a very exciting time in the industry. It definitely is. We've got just a minute or less left in the show here today, but and any predictions for where the industry will be 10 years from now in the year 2030? 2030, I'm sure by then there will be some sort of federal legalization. However, I think it'll still be state to state kind of managing that that licensing and regulation process. I think we'll see more research come online, which would be fantastic to kind of research the uses of cannabis for various mental health issues. Lastly, I think that there will probably be a lot of research into additional psychedelics and how they can be used to treat many other medical conditions that current pharmaceuticals treat today. Those are some great predictions. Appreciate that. So we have just run out of time here. Thank you for joining me on the show today. It's, it's great to have you and your company involved in NCIA. I look forward to getting back to California physically, hopefully in the year 2021 at some point. Where can people find out more about you and your company? Sure. VoyageDistribution.com is our distribution website and www.shopwillow.com for our, our brand website. Excellent. Thanks again for being on the show today. And thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The 
opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 